Okay, hello once again. I am the angry Scotsman with with my crazy train of thought going right off the rails. And uh, I know it's been a while since I did an episode because I I thought I was going to try the podcasting and you know then I thought uh, maybe not. You know you know how things change, right? Yeah, you know how things change. You mind the windows and you know the middle. That's why my mind doesn't wander quite a lot, but now it has wandered back to this because you know I can't help it. I can't help but talk politics. I can't. It's like a passion for me. It's, it's there's something burning inside, and uh, right now there is a lot of things to talk about. Obviously, you know Republicans are banning books. They're burning books. Religious pastors are now saying that it's their their um. I guess moral, spiritual, religious duty to burn these books of the occult, such as Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. And yet, you may hear a pause for me there, and there's a good reason for that pause because my brain cannot get around the stupidity of banning Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone for being an occultist book. I mean, I, I get the way you could call it, an, call it a book of the, of the occult, because it has, you know, like, wizards! Ah, but, really, you're going to ban Harry Potter for ha- uh, because it's got, you know, fictional, magicianal characters in it. Because your book full of fictional, magical characters says you must. <sighs> I think it's cool for anyone to practice religion, follow religion, have a religious belief. I'm not going to knock people for that because for some people it does truly help. I've seen some people suffer great losses. And they've turned to religion, and that has helped them greatly. It has helped them cope. It has helped them get past grief and a whole bunch of stuff. So religion can be great. It can be a wonderful thing for people. It really can. And I'm sure, I'm sure that it does bring a lot of comfort to people. I don't aspire to religion myself, I'm more of a spiritual person, I do believe there is a higher power, there is something greater than myself, there is something that controls our universe, Um, because I do believe there are certain things, if you look at them, it's undeniable, like if you look at certain things, some way it's it's undeniable there has to be some kind of design behind it all no and i'm not just talking about if you go outside and go into the scottish highlands and look at the the beautiful mountains and the and, and the terrain and the way it's carved out and everything <coughs> i'm talking about the universe as a whole the way it's spread, the way it's expanded, the amount of other planets that are out there, you know, that have varying different, various different atmospheres, and 
the more we're learning about the moon and Mars, like there's been water on the moon, there's been water on Mars, there's possibly been life on Mars. And then you look at all the planets, again, look at all the planets, like Mercury, it's way too close to the sun. Uh, living there would be impossible unless you're from Arizona, then you'd probably complain that it's a little too cold. Um, by the way, anyone listening to Arizona, I hope you didn't take a joke too badly. <laughs> but, you know, when it's 110 degrees in the shade, you should expect some jokes like that. Um, oh, what else was I going to say? Damn it. I've lost my train of thought. This is why the show is called Train of Thought, because it has a train of thought that ends up, you know, derailing. It derails. And it finds several other tracks. Um, yeah, so Mercury is too close to the sun. It's too hot, too volatile for anyone to live on. Um, Venus? You get a little further out. Venus isn't really inhabitable because of storms and electrical forces and whatever else. But if I remember rightly, it almost it almost has an atmosphere that close to almost livable. You know, then you get further out, you come to Earth. Perfect distance from the sun perfect distance. It can support life. It has life. It contains life. You know, and, and you go further and further on. You look at the planets on our galaxy and the Milky Way. You look at planets uh, the, everything about them, you know. It's just a lot of things that it's sometimes hard for me to explain, but I do believe there, ha there was a design behind the universe. Am I going to call that design God or Allah or, you know, whatever? No. But I do believe there is a higher power. That's for sure. But, of course, I didn't come on this. Uh, I, I, I didn't decide to record this uh, episode to... Uh, which we call it, um, to talk about religion. No, 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 no. I wanted to talk about Mike Pence because obviously Mike Pence just did something very interesting. He went to the Federalist Society and they stand there talking and he, he made it clear that when President Trump said he had the power to overturn the election, he was wrong. He said he was wrong. He said the presidency belongs to the people. The people choose the president. And to think for one single second that one person can decide the presidency, that one person can ignore all the votes, can ignore what the people said and decide who the president is, is not only unconstitutional, it's un-American. Now, I wanted to talk about that because I've seen a lot about the reaction. Some people are saying, well, first off, the obvious, you know, too little, too late. It's like, hi, Mike Pence, welcome to the party. You're a lot late, bud. 
you could have, you know, spoke up a little sooner, it might be nice, because it's been over a year since January 6th. But they've also been saying, um, he's been to New Hampshire, so I guess he's been doing little, you know, test fields for the idea of running in a primary for the presidential nomination in 2024, and now he's just going to shot himself in the foot, he's, he's, he's messing himself up there. The reason I wanted to talk about that is because I don't entirely agree with that assessment. I don't. I don't because 74 million people voted for Donald Trump in the 2020 election. Yes, that's true. Do 74 million people hardcore support Donald Trump? Do they hardcore support Donald Trump? Or are they kissing his rump roast constantly? No, not all those 74 million are hardcore Trump supporters, they are Republicans, not Trump supporters. They voted for Donald Trump because he had an R next to his name. They thought they all stood for Republicans. I'm not going to say what it actually stands for, but you all know. You all know. Um, so they voted for him simply because he wasn't Joe Biden. He wasn't a Democrat, you know. And that's fine. That's fine because there's plenty of people on the other side that did the same thing. You think 81 million people voted for Joe Biden because they were really excited about Joe Biden being the president of America? No. Anyone that's under that illusion is really freaking stupid. <coughs> so I'm sorry, 81 million people did not vote for Joe Biden because he was Joe Biden. 81 million people voted for Joe Biden because he wasn't Donald Trump. Obviously, you can tell by my accent, I'm not American, but I do, you know, talk a lot about America and American politics and, uh, you know, I, I'd, I'd put some stuff up on my Facebook page and uh, if you were look at my Facebook page, right at the beginning of things, before the Democratic primaries really started, you will see I absolutely in no way, no way whatsoever wanted to see Joe Biden win that Democratic nomination. No way. I believe I even said, uh, if Joe Biden must win the nomination, you know, the, the, the presidential debate would certainly be interesting. It'd be like, two old people have escaped their uh, care home, somehow wandered their way on the stage, and one will be, you know, dry humping the flag, while the other one is sniffing the entire audience. By the way, thank you, COVID, for reducing the number of audience members that allowed Joe Biden to focus more on the debate. Thank you, COVID, for that. Um, yeah, you know, so I, I did post things like that, but after I got the nomination, you know, you'll see the change in my Facebook page. It went more Joe Biden, Biden-Harris 2020. It was all up there, you know, yeah, 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 because, again, it wasn't done the club. But, but, he certainly was not someone I wanted to be president of America. I just wanted someone 
other non-prompt weird person. I think the only way Donald Trump could have won re-election is if Hillary Clinton had run against him again. Which, of course, is another subject. You know, I've seen I've seen some of the tiny reports that say Hillary Clinton could show up again in 2024, and I don't know. Uh, I, I don't think Hillary Clinton will ever hear this podcast, or anyone who knows Hillary Clinton will hear this podcast, but. Hillary Clinton, if you're listening, or if you're somebody that knows Hillary Clinton, please pass us along to her. Do not run for president, please, please, Hillary, I am begging you, I am begging you, I'm down on my, you can't see it because it's just an audio podcast, but I am down on my knees and I'm begging you, please do not run for president, okay, because we do not need Donald Trump again, and that's what will happen if you run for president, I'm sorry to tell you. I'm sure you saw. Okay, so I accidentally had a button and cut myself off. That is great. That's why uh, when you do it, anything, anything. You may want to have a producer and not do it all by yourself. The producer may keep you in line. I used to have a producer years ago when I did my internet talk. Uh, radio show through Blog Talk Radio. I did actually have a producer and, you know, he helped me along quite nicely and, uh, but that was, that was years and years ago. Um, I probably should have listened back to the last audio where I cut myself off so that I could remember exactly where I cut myself off. Um, because, again, the final thought has broken away. Um, I think I was talking about uh, how 81 million people did not vote for Joe Biden. They voted um, for not Donald Trump. Just like 74 people, 74 million people did not vote for Donald Trump. They voted for not Joe Biden or not a Democrat. So, I think this is uh, this is why Mike Pence possibly could actually be rewarded for what he's done, okay? Because, um, obviously, right, we've seen the elected officials, we've seen the, the congressmen, the senators, you know, they're all rallying around Trump, they all want to kiss his ass and, you know, bow down to the king. But the voters themselves, they may be different. They may not be as hardcore with Trump as you might think, even though there does seem to be a very specific sect of them that are hardcore, but you're always going to get that. There's always going to be a hardcore base. But I don't think the hardcore base is that large. I don't think it's as large as some of us believe it to be. And even if it is, it's slowly getting arrested and put in jail for January 6th, right? <coughs> um, so I think there's a possibility if Mike Pence actually does this a little bit more, you know, I actually stand up and publicly say what many of us never thought he ever would say, 
because I'm pretty sure a lot of us thought, you know, he's just uh, silent, quiet, you know, not a not a boat rocker, and that's why you know, that's one of the reasons Donald Trump ended up with him as vice president because there's not a person that's going to make any waves, that's going to you know stay quiet and reserved and. I'm actually glad, in retrospect, I guess, that Donald Trump packed Mike Pence as president because, you know, at the time I thought he should pack Newt Gingrich because, you know, Newt Gingrich is, seems like a strong, powerful person, you know, and, and stuff like that. Um, I ended up packing Mike Pence, and I thought both the vice presidential choices were a lot weak. Mike Pence, Tim Kaine, you know. Mm. I thought they were both a lot weak, but anyway, doesn't matter. What happened happened, and then on January 6th, Mike Pence did his constitutional duty, and they certified the election results. I gotta be honest, I'm not entirely sure Newt Gingrich would have done the exact same thing. Even though Newt Gingrich used to be Speaker of the House, I'm not 100% confident that he would have done his constitutional duty the way Mike Pence did. Nook Angridge may have went on with the scheme. Who knows? But anyway, so I do think, like, I'm obviously a hopeful person, you know? I'm obviously a hopeful person. I still hope that there's hope for the, the, for the human race. As a whole, I still think there's hope for them. I don't think we're finished yet, folks. Um, but you know, like I said, I still think there's hope, and we're going to see if there's hope or not. Because you know, obviously, this is 2022. 2024 is a long way off, but before that, we have the midterm elections. And that may give us an that may give us an idea. That could give us an idea. These elected officials that are running for the election. What will happen? Will they get re election? Or will the Republican Party turn on them because they are hardcore behind Trump? Well have been hardcore behind Trump actually work against them because the majority of the Republicans are embarrassed by Donald Trump. They're embarrassed that people still are believing this big lie. You know, that there's this whole thing of Joe Biden isn't the legitimate president of the election was stolen, blah 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 blah. And you see Donald Trump, you know, up there saying Ah, Mike Pence could have overturned the elections, and you know, if I, if I become president again in 2024, we're going to pardon everyone that was participating in January 6th, blah, blah, blah. That may actually bother a lot of Republicans. That may bother a lot of Republicans. Um, so we may actually see in the midterms. Not necessarily... 
a blue wave, because certainly Republicans ain't necessarily going to switch to Democrats just because they don't want the people that are currently elected. But there may be a significantly reduced voter turnout on the Republican side. Because they have no other choices. For them, they have no other choices. Um, also, there will be certain sex sections of the Republican Party that aren't going to show up to vote because Donald Trump has spent so long telling them it's all right down there. Your vote doesn't matter. The, the Democrats lie. They cheat. They steal. You know, so your vote doesn't matter. So they're just going to steal it from you anyway, so don't bother. Don't go vote. And personally, I think that would be great. And personally, you know, I might find out amazing if we find out in 2024 that, we, that the reason what happened in 2022 happened was actually because the Republican Party, the Republican voters, dumped Trump. When we see in 2024 someone else won the Republican primary. And maybe even when we see who wins the Republican primary, it will tell us more about where the party is heading. Like, even though Mike Pence supports a lot of things that I really don't like and I think are disgusting, horrible, such as gay conversion therapy, um, despite that, if Mike Pence wins the Republican primary in 2024, that shows that the Republican Party is somewhat leaning back towards, you know, logic and common sense and something a lot more stable than what's been happening for the past, oh, what, 250, however old America is now. Yeah, that bad. Um, no, I'm, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, it's not all been bad. But certainly over the past five or six years, uh, America has been, you know, really volatile and unstable. And so, given McPence's nomination, make sure that the Republicans want stability back. They want some stability back. They're just as hard of the quakiness and the shakiness as everyone else. If they vote for Governor DeSantis, well, I'm not entirely sure what that means. But I don't think it's necessarily good. And of course, if they vote for Donald Trump, well, there goes the neighborhood. Goodbye, America. We miss you. We will miss you. You used to stand up for something now, not so much. Um, so I don't know, that's pretty much what I wanted to get off my chest. I think there is actually a real possibility that everyone, well, not everyone, because not everyone's saying it, but the people that are saying it, that Mike Pence may have killed his chances of being president, are wrong. And they may actually see a twist. They may actually see a twist, they may see more support for Mike Pence after this than there was before because 
there have been voters. There have been Republican voters and uh, members of the Florida State House that have said they, they think Mike Pence should run for president, even if Donald Trump runs. And they... Uh, They, uh, they applaud him for speaking up on the subject the way that, and you know, likes turning up to Trump. So, it is possible there could be a swivel. And Mike Pence actually gets a lot more support because of this. But, you know, we won't know for quite a while because, obviously, you know, the midterm elections aren't quite yet. The midterm elections are what's will start to give us an idea if the Republican voters start rejecting these Republicans that have that have kowtowed behind Trump. If they start rejecting, then that will tell you what's about to happen. Well, it won't tell you exactly what's about to happen because I suppose it could also be possible they turn away from Trump because of DeSantos. Because it's about DeSantos more, and I guess Trump and DeSantos are, have been getting into it a little bit because uh, Trump's had the vaccine and the booster, and DeSantos hasn't said whether he has or not. And uh, so Trump's trying to calm out on that, even though we all know Donald Trump was. He seemed to be sort of against. Uh, the vaccines in his own way wasn't encouraging any of his photos really to get the vaccine or anything, you know. Um, and they played down COVID a lot, but now he's got the vaccine, he's got the booster, he's standing up in front of crowds and saying, yeah, I've been boosted, and he's getting booed for it. And now he's criticising Mon DeSantos for not revealing his vaccination status because... DeSantos hasn't ruled out whether he'll run in 2024 or not. You know, and Donald Trump's poor, fragile ego is getting out. He's going to start crying on the poos on it. <laughs> Don't do that for me. I'm the kingmaker. I'm the number one. Not that I'm actually sure Donald Trump can actually produce real tears or not. I don't, I somehow don't think it's possible. <coughs> Although people around him can really produce tears. Like possible tears of laughter about Rudy Giuliani, the mass singer. Like, wow, that is. I would love to lay out a trajectory timeline of Rudy Giuliani's career, right? From the startings of uh, graduating law school, right? Graduating law school, becoming a lawyer, prosecuting cases, becoming, uh, I think he was DA at one point, wasn't he? You know, and he, and he prosecuted, a hardcore went after the mob, the mafia. You know, the serious criminal elements in New York. He went after them with severe vigour. And he took them down. He was the great Rudy Giuliani. Don't fuck with Giuliani. Then he became mayor of New York City. 
and maybe you know a few hits and misses here and there but after 9-11 he became America's mayor you know he became the mayor and everyone celebrated him and and loved him you know Giuliani pulled the city through this tough time this really really tough time right and you keep you keep going past that and 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 eventually you know it becomes President Trump's lawyer. And that's where everything really goes off the rails. That's where the career really fucking dunks, it sinks. Uh, and it's, it's just funny to watch it, isn't it? If you laid out the entire trajectory, it'd be funny to watch how, how he went from the man who took down the mafia to the mass singer who no longer has a license to practice law. It's oh yeah, and he's, he's, he's also the guy that uh, he did that video, didn't he, where he was, where he was pretending with like Abraham Lincoln or whatever. Don't be of ghost. Get off my bedroom! Wah, 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 wah. Four score and seven years ago, I used to wear a potato. Now I wear a suit. Okay, I know that's a horrible Rudy Julian impersonation, but um, he he's definitely a potato. He's a. Uh, I thought. I think that's why uh, there was so much uproar about the Mr. Potato Head thing on the right wing there, you know, because uh, it would affect Rudy Giuliani, because he's the ultimate potato. He's like, he's seriously like a Suntaran from Doctor Who, you know. Except Suntaran's a better look. I should have actually said it was more like the dinosaur from Doctor Who, from that one episode of Doctor Who, you know. Although that may have been insulting the dinosaur as well. So, it uh, just looks weird. That's all I agree on that. It looks weird. Um, so, I guess I've run out of my steam a little bit. I've run out of, you know, the, my train of thought. So, I'm going to end it here and... Uh, Wish you all a good day and apologize for the way this episode is because I made the mistake of cutting myself off earlier. I'll try not to make that mistake in the future. And I hope you enjoyed this. Thank you. Bye bye.